0: Once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C Squared. Then I jumped on the bandwagon. I'm your host, Aliyah, and this is Heavy Business, a podcast where we talk to music industry professionals and musicians and learn together about the music industry, marketing, and other tools that can help you promote the music you put so much effort into creating. Hello and welcome. This is Heavy Business. I'm Aaliyah. And I'm Curtis. And today we are here with our brand new social media specialist, 4C Squared Music, Jenny Mack. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on the podcast and uh, being willing to chat us up about our new services that we're offering to people. Um, so yeah, we're going to start offering some social media services to people and... To start things off, I just think it would be good if we kind of talk about your background in social media. What what have you done and and where are you going with it?
1: Sure, Uh, it started back when I worked for uh, Red Bull. I did some brand management for them way back when now. And it was kind of in the advent, I think Instagram, Instagram hadn't even come out yet. And uh, so it was in the advent of Facebook and we were encouraged to utilize social media for our guerrilla marketing campaigns. And that's kind of where it all started. i I'd kind of been terminally online for you know, since you could be terminally online. So <laughs> I've always been a bit of a nerd when it comes to web stuff and now social stuff. Um, so I always was <laughs> coding stuff up even as a kid, just being a super nerd, making websites, uh, which eventually became a career. One of my first careers out of school was working in web design for. You know, a company that did some big jobs. You know, for uh, service industry providers and jewelers and congressional. Well, I took on a congressional candidate for my own business eventually because of this history. Um, but yeah, just a lot of big companies. I was living outside Atlanta at the time, so every billboard you drove by on seventy five was one of our clients. And uh, it was it was really cool because we built you know, a la carte websites from the ground up, hand coded and everything. So I'd be, I was the IT person. I was the web dev person. I was the help desk. It was crazy, but you know, you just get really hooked into everything (laughs) online and web presence, especially. So that was around the time it kind of, my social media stuff, working for myself anyway, which has been off and on since 2011 or 12, but really started with friends who just kind of wanted to launch a personal business. And I just kind of helped them do that. I I had some experience in sales and training people in sales and marketing and branding by then and uh, helped them kind of package up the whole business and the message and the branding and all of that and then design a logo and help them get started, design a website, get them on social media. Uh, So it was kind of a one-stop shop for a long time now people it's so easy to make a website now most of the time with you know wix and everything out there so um people generally come with that all set now and kind of just want to focus on the socials and the landscape of social media changes weekly if not more often than that so uh it's definitely a good thing to be able to offer people because i i want them to be able to focus on their bottom line or their passion when it comes to what we're doing here i want them to be able to focus on making their music i don't want you to have to stress about growing your following on socials because it matters. Unfortunately, the numbers really matter to promoters, to get booked, you know, you gotta, you gotta look the part, um, not only from a content standpoint, but you gotta, you have to build an audience and that's what you have to do to make it in music anyway. So, you know,
0: anyway, yeah, I was going to just say like, what do you have to say? Like, you really kind of just summed it up, but what do you have to say about like, there are these bands out there that just, that just want to make their music and, They don't want to have a presence online. They don't really want to fuss with social media. They don't think branding or marketing is important. And like, they just don't recognize the value and importance of it. What do you think about that? Uh, I
1: think, I mean, I wish that you didn't have to, but if you want to do anything with your music or art, you kind of have to play the game and it is a game, unfortunately, but yeah, I think it would be detrimental to not have any sort of branding or any sort of online presence. I mean, the, you can think of social media as the cheapest way to advertise yourself, the cheapest way to reach a vast audience. It's uh, it's kind of a no-brainer, really. And then, I, I mean, we know that you have to work around the algorithms to try to get that, get those views and that following for free. Uh, I know how to do that. I'm not going to give away the, the cow for free on the podcast, but... Um, but you know, they, they prioritize you when you're spending money on the app. So of course they want you to spend money for ads and stuff, but it can, it can be lucrative if you do it properly. Uh, and I'm here to help people with that as well. Just find the right target audiences. And there's all kinds of little nitpicky stuff that goes into your, your regular posting as well. Like your daily activity on these things really matters. And again, that's why it can be so exhausting for people (laughs) when they're trying to focus on the real stuff, you know?
2: I want to jump in and ask you a question. So um, let's say that I am a band and I want to get started getting my social medias in order because of the fact I haven't been posting in a long time, but I'm going to be releasing an album in three months. I've just got in touch with C-Squared to do a PR campaign and Curtis or Leah or Corey has said, you know what? we got Jenny over here. She knows her shit. We want to get you uh hot to trot on your social media. What would be things that would, that what would be, things you would look for that would make it so that you would not want to work with that band.
1: Okay. Uh, Low quality content is the first one because content is king.
2: Define that. So
1: you need high resolution photos, high res videos, high quality. If you have video edits, they need to be engaging. I don't care if you're a pro video editor, you don't need to be. They have great apps out there. Most of them you can use for free. Some things you pay a minimal fee. Uh, You can make stuff look really good. Or you know what? If you really want to go the next, you know, the extra mile, hire somebody, man. Hire a good photographer. Hire a good videographer. It's worth doing if you really want to do this. You're going to have to invest something in it. Uh, again, it's just kind of the way the game's played. So if top is good content. You know, I am not necessarily coming in to make your content. So I need to work with what you've got. I can give you advice on the type of content you should make, or, you know, we can work together to brainstorm something for your brand, what have you. But if you do not have the i guess the inclination towards you know or the or the i don't know if you don't have the content or not the willingness to make high quality content it's you're not going to be able to get anywhere um let's see
2: just to clarify uh, one thing there so yes if they do not have access to someone to do high quality video like you said or even high quality photos, is there still a chance that you could help them or no?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, because there are bands and uh, artists who don't necessarily use their own image, you know, or maybe that's part of the mystique is that you don't see the artist, or even if you're just getting started and you, you know, get some cool stuff with your logo, make a cool lyric video with graphics, like there are still things you can do Uh, and again that daily activity is another thing like you could still find a way to engage it's all about engaging your audience that's the that's the top key here and what's going to engage them another part of that is knowing your audience so uh i guess that's another thing i would look for with whether or not i wanted to take on a band i guess that's that's a tough question for me to answer because my immediate response is well i'll i'll tried like I could do my best to help anybody you know okay. but there are some things that I would need in order to help them uh and so content is the biggest part there uh let me see what else I just sorry I <laughs> fell off my train for a second you derailed, I'm too much. yeah you yeah derailed. bring me back I'm talking too much <laughs> she, anyway.
2: she she derailed um it happens Aaliyah do you want <laughs> did you want to have something or can I continue
0: Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Great. Okay. So we talked about things that you do not, that you think might not work as a client. So what are things that you would be looking for that you think would make an ideal client other than what you said with the videos and that type of thing?
1: Sure. Uh, ideal. I mean, obviously if they're coming to you for press. They probably have some good stuff recorded. So I'd say ideally, like we talked about earlier too, come, come with, you know, come with your EP ready. Let's go. We need to be able to tease this content. That's one of the easiest ways to get people excited about releasing stuff right you can give them little little tastes here and there um oh jeez i'm derailing again sir no
2: worries about the derailing so yeah we're, we're
1: basically <laughs> I we're... been on a podcast in a while oh, <laughs> it's good. all good so it's all okay good. we're just
0: talking you know um like things that the bands need to come ready with like their music their content and
1: yeah, you need to be, yes. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. That's ADHD for you. No, um, but
0: we're all interrupting a, here.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt now just for the sake of interrupting.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Do you feel good?
2: I feel really good. <laughs> now that we've totally Thank derailed you. the podcast.
1: Um I guess another thing would be you you gotta be flexible in your approach to this because you're gonna have to you have to sell yourself at the end of the day. So yeah, we've been talking about branding, we've been talking about all that, but I mean, you have to be, cause I'm gonna have to look at the analytics and see what's working and what's not. And you're gonna have to be willing to try a couple things here and there, get your, get your hands dirty and see what works. Uh, so just like a little bit of flexibility, but I think a lot of people who are looking to grow and bring in somebody like us to help them, I think they're kind of ready to be guided so i would i would hope that that's already a part of it but so know. <laughs> we you and i mainly
2: have talked about uh instagram and facebook type stuff do you mm-hmm. handle tiktok i don't think you and i have ever really discussed tiktok have we
1: i haven't had anybody ask me to do tiktok yet because uh Honestly, the art, the audiences of people I've been working with have been a little bit older up until this point because of Obviously. just the, uh, yeah, just the types of businesses yeah. I've worked with. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, not that I'm not willing to take it on. I'd be happy to, I think I'd also be, you know, I'd have to make sure I did all the right research and stuff. I'm a little bit more used to being on Instagram for what, 15 years, however long it <laughs> 10 years or something. Yeah however long it's been out. But um, no, I think t- TikTok is super useful, especially for musicians. It's where your music can go viral super easily. Uh, you can get a lot of looks and hits on Spotify and stuff from that. So yeah, if you play it right. Uh, so I think it's a super useful tool. I do think that bands should be using it. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not going to force somebody into it if it doesn't feel authentic to them or if they really just don't want to put in the work. But you know, to me, you can really just uh, there's a lot of opportunity to cross post on Instagram with reels. So it's kind of like, again, why wouldn't you do it? If you're already making all this content and you know, you might have to do some tweaks for it to be optimized for TikTok, but that's what I'm here to help you with. So, um, cool. And Twitter's another thing. Like, I think. We're going to fight on this. Let's hear I- it. I could go either way. Sit. <laughs> I could go Sit. either way. Sit. What are you going to say? No, I want to hear you. Tell me what you're going to say. Oh, I think, it, I think it can be a really great tool for bands if you use it right. But I also okay. feel like. I also feel like it's not really that important to do necessarily in the beginning. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. I do. agree. Yeah. Cause I feel like Twitter's good for once you've established yourself a little bit and people really want to feel like they're interacting with you. Yeah. Even without the lens of like a a DM and an Instagram message. You know what I mean?
2: I do. I do. I can agree with that. So basically what you're saying is you want to get, get bands established first on Instagram and Facebook for going on to
1: the other things, correct? And and TikTok as well. Again, if that's something right. they want to do, I, I'm not going to force somebody whose audience is, you know, aged 30 to 55 to go on TikTok if, they, if they're if they not worried about targeting any other audience, you know, but but right. for somebody who wants to get a super broad audience or really try to reach the key, uh, <laughs> I would definitely make sure you're on TikTok because that's, that's where everybody is. And honestly, even up into that age group of the thirties where I'm at now. <laughs> They're I was all just going to say, aren't, all you like too, 20, so. aren't you like
2: 21, Jenny? That's what you're supposed to uh, say.
1: <laughs> that's really sweet of you. Yeah, 21, <laughs> 21.
2: Not, not, not over 30. Um, so, uh, you
1: know, I am what I am.
2: So just to, okay. So band ban comes to us. So they want to get social media services from you. What should they not be expecting? Like in terms of like, what are some expectations that you've heard someone give to you as a social media manager that is just off the fucking wall (laughs) in your opinion, but kind of like they think it's reasonable, if that makes sense.
1: Uh, It's mostly just the being on call kind of stuff. Okay. Normally people, I, I guess we're clear enough in the on it from the outset on what I will and won't be doing for them. So that's, it's been good. I haven't really had too many crazy requests, but from the beginning, even in my web design career before this, it was, uh, it was just kind of considering somebody would be on call, like treating, treating me like a concierge, which is like, you know, cool if they're paying you for all those hours, but that's not really how this works yeah. all the time. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think just the biggest thing with that is you just discuss hours that you're willing to communicate and respect that on both ends and it, it works out just fine.
2: And meanwhile, the three of us will message each other at like 11.15 about a work question. Sure. Yeah, we're homies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think maybe now would be a good time to talk about the different services that you're offering because you do, it sounds like you're going to be offering some full campaigns, but also consulting. So can you talk a little bit about the services you're going to be providing? Sure. Uh, so when I can say, bleh, bleh. so when I say
1: consulting, I uh, I sort of mean that it can be, a la carte but like again one client so far is pretty good at social media he wants to learn more and learn more about the day-to-day activities like i said again but really wanted help with ads and figuring out how to make that work for them in the best way and drive drive people to the right places and you know get get the numbers that they want from that uh so that's one in particular you know if he wants me to be doing other things uh i'm happy to do that it's it's I want a good working relationship with all of them. So I wanna, you know, hey, this week, this went really well. Maybe let's try to focus on this thing next week. Um, My specialty is definitely that organic engagement. Uh, It's that just being in the trenches, uh, reaching out to people who are interested in bands that have a similar sound or things like that and uh, making sure they know about you. it's a pain, but it's, uh, again, that's why I want to do that for people so they don't have to do it. Um, so yeah, ad campaigns, uh, social media campaigns where people are trying to launch an album uh, or a single or what, whatever, a music video, any of those kinds of things we can sit down. Of course, that's something that um, right now we're kind of looking at like a monthly retainer, if you will, the way we're approaching it. But with those types of campaigns, i would like something more like six to eight weeks. So I would just want to make sure they were prepared to, you know, take that on and that the finances were discussed with everybody. But um yeah, I, I would love to help people with that if that's an option for them to take that on for the extra time that it needs because I think that's like the minimum time you need to ramp something up like that on socials. Um so yeah, so I don't know. What I do guess you- if you can think of it, I'll I'll do, I'll do whatever I can to help you with it.
0: <laughs> you said six to eight weeks before the album comes out or is yeah. that like including after as well
1: um probably six before and then definitely account for two after at least and then yeah. obviously you want to you want to put things in plan to keep it going after that but you know hopefully right just yeah kind of maintaining at that point
0: right right yeah.
2: uh, i wanted to just leap in for a second here so we're talking mainly about bands that have just released or are about to release so let's say because Aaliyah sitting here. She's already doing pretty good on this. So I'm, But I'm just saying like a band like Shield of Wings. They released their album last February, not last February, February 2022. I think it was yeah. February 2022. So a band like them, for example, who released an album over a year and a half ago. Could you do something successfully with them to bump up their social media numbers, do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, no question.
2: Without revealing the total secret sauce, can you give a general idea of how that works? Because I actually have no fucking clue. I know Aliyah's used TikTok quite a bit, but just as a general view from you, the social media expert, how would you do that?
1: Yeah, I mean, TikTok is a great one. So good on you for that. Um, But ask it one more time so I remember exactly what I was trying to say.
2: (laughs) So basically you got a band that came out
1: um yeah just keeping it going like a year after
2: a release okay year year and a half yeah
1: i just wanted to make sure i wasn't yeah yeah. going off on a tangent again um yeah i think there's a lot of stuff that you can do i'm sure you've played a ton of shows around it you know you've done pressers you've done music videos you know you've got a ton of content from it so it's super easy to keep that going and if you want to get people excited put out a new you know it's it's going to be a lot about the new content you're putting out but that's another thing i can i can help you you know, put together and come up with, like I, I'm not necessarily here to create your content, but I'm here to advise you on what kind of content is gonna be engaging for people. So, you know, I talked about like a cool lyric video or a visualizer, like it, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It doesn't have to be anything they spend a ton of money on, but um, yeah, just kind of keeping, keeping that song forward and keeping it in people's heads or keeping those songs or those images of you performing, people getting really excited uh, things like that. Yeah. You just keep it going. Just stack up all that content and you're going to be fine moving forward. You just got to leverage it as best as you can based on your, your history, your audience, all of that.
2: So another thing I wanted to ask Aliyah, do we have time or are we short or are we good?
0: No, we're good. I just have a question.
2: Cool. I just want to ask mine super quick, super quick. This is just about, about posting frequency. So you post a lot (laughs) A fuck of a lot, um, generally <laughs> on stories. Yeah, but you post an insane <laughs> amount of fucking shit on your Instagram and your Facebook, and it's all so fucking ass random, which is good <laughs> on you. But um, no, like seriously, your feet—your feet always makes me laugh. Like ninety percent of the time, or it makes me want to kill myself. One of the two.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I'm here to add value.
2: <laughs> um, so. Do you recommend posting as frequently as you do? Like, is this like a good idea or do you just do it because you're bored and this is Jenny
1: It depends on the type of posting. So you'll see me post on my story a lot because Instagram tends to like it when you post uh, at certain intervals on your story and then you kind of okay. let it reset for a certain inter- interval after however many days or hours. Again, I'm not trying to give too many specifics because I'm trying to help y'all out. Um, of course. So, you know, with a story, I'll post that all the time. Will I post on my feed all the time like that? No, it'll be more like one to, for me, I really only post one a week when I'm really on it. If, if If I do reels, I might do it more often. So again, it's, it's kind of all, it all depends on what is favored in the algorithm for that given week or two weeks because they're changing it all the time. And again, that's something that I'm out there in the trenches looking at every day, trying to figure out what it's favoring now and what it's, you know, what what cover photo can I put on the front of this reel that for some reason is going to get it thirteen thousand views for a, an account that has two thousand followers? You know what I mean? If um, you did that,
2: that'd be amazing.
1: I did. I did it for you me did? most. <laughs> yeah. oh
2: yeah. I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, I had one of. I, they started at like two hundred followers, and I think within I want to say within four ish months, maybe a couple more months, I had them at like twenty two hundred. Um, I remember which. Which worked connects. out well for us, so you know that was uh we were doing some cool stuff for a minute. I don't know what they're up to now, but um, yeah. So posting frequency is an interesting game to play. It depends on the types of posts you're putting up, uh, and again, what the algorithm's favoring. I think TikTok really likes when you post a lot, Aaliyah. You might be able to speak uh, speak to that.
0: Yeah, we've been posting when we're when we're active on TikTok. We post every day, once yeah. a day.
1: Yeah, it, it likes that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, all of these work very differently. Facebook works differently too, even though Facebook owns Instagram and th- you know what I mean? So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a constant, uh, research game, which is, I, I find very interesting, but I'm sure the people who want to focus on other stuff don't. So again, <laughs> happy to take that on.
2: <laughs> if you yeah, are interested cool. in, in buying, buying her buying our services, send me a DM or Jenny, a DM, and we'll figure it out just as an aside. Go ahead, Alita.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, it's true. Like trying to figure out social media is exhausting. And then you have to make your, make the content on top of that, which is also exhausting. And then you have to write your new music. So, you know, (laughs) and keep playing live and changing things up for your live show. And it's a lot. So I think it's, it's definitely beneficial if you're able to bring in some outside help on the strategizing side. Um, But the question I wanted to ask was maybe this should be obvious to people but what are some of the services for social media growth that people should not spend their money on
2: oh this is going that's to be good. interesting let's hear that's it that's good
1: let's avoid hear the bots avoid the bots uh you nice. do not want to be out there uh, they'll they'll probably end up in your spam folder just saying like hey buy these instagram followers instagram has cracked down on that shit the last couple of years don't <laughs> do it. I know it's tempting. Don't do it. Uh, You can lose your account, like quickly. They're not happy about that. I've tried everything just to see what happens, which is why I've almost been kicked off of Instagram a million times in the last decade. Like I used to run this thing in Firefox that was an automatic script that basically made my shit a bot. Like I've done all of it. Uh, And don't do that. Don't do it. Call me and I'll do that kind of shit for you so that you don't have to have a bot do it. Let's see. Some other stuff would be there's a. Uh, I think there are some services out there who will do the kind of bot work, but they they definitely charge a lot of money. I've I've looked into what that looks like, and it's uh I don't think it's really sustainable for bands, especially ones who are trying to grow a following. But, um, let's see. What else would you not want to use? I mean, bots is definitely the biggest thing. I can't really think. To be careful. With any third party tool, do your research. I mean, as with anything else, you want to go down a Google rabbit hole all day, look at reviews for stuff. You can't even trust reviews anymore because some of those are bots. So, you know, try to use your brain, see what's authentic and what's not. But um, any third party app can be flagged by Instagram. So just be careful with anything that you're using to post for you. Most of the like planner apps are fine. Yeah, just you just got to play it safe with that kind of stuff because Instagram is really, really nitpicky now. Yeah, I mean, I've
0: even seen some people like that I follow, like screenshotting that they've been like their account's been frozen recently because they bought likes or something. And they're like, I never bought likes, I don't know why this is happening to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, you'll get flagged sometimes for activity that's actually organic too. So, you that's what's crazy too. Because if you were to go viral and get 10,000 followers in a day or two as a small account, they're probably going to flag you. And it's, and again, really? it's just, oh, it's, a, oh, this stuff frustrates me so much because they really try. You've heard a million people complain about this, I'm sure, but they suppress artists in the algorithm so hard because we're not spending money on the app.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: yeah, never ending frustration. But
2: so just out of curiosity, so what would be, how can you kind of tell like somebody wants to start, they want to hire someone to do social media. Um, Obviously we want to have them go to you. I mean, obviously, because we're talking to you and you work with us, but so how can they know that the person is valid that they're going to hire? Cause there's a lot of people out there saying that they know social media, at least gritting. I see that grid. Um, a lot of people out there that claim they know social media and we all know that they don't. So, uh, you've been doing this for 15 years or something like that. So tell us expert, what what are the qualities and hallmarks a shopper should look for when hiring someone to do their socials?
1: The biggest thing for me, the biggest thing that has kept me from working with someone uh, to bring them in from, you know, to my side, essentially. So the biggest thing that's kept me from working with someone who says that they're going to, be able to that they've run a marketing company company or they're an expert in growth or what have you i look at their numbers i look at their followers i look at their engagement i look at what they're doing i look at the quality of the posts i look at the uh the captions and see what they're doing with that i look at a a quality of the post quality of the content in the post the whole thing and uh you can to me you can really get a lot at a glance with this kind of stuff which is kind of the whole point of social media right and uh Yeah, I feel like they're super full of it. If they're like, I'm a marketing specialist and their page has, you know, 60 followers or, you know, usually somebody who's working for somebody or with another company in this type of field will link it or something. So I look at who they work with or who they work for or who their clients that they've tagged and, uh, how are they doing? What's going on with them? Uh, and if there's not really much going on with them or their quality doesn't look, you know, their quality posts don't look quality or what have you, uh, it's yeah it's it's pretty obvious okay you just so really you know sit and look at it but
2: just as an aside jenny has 27.2k followers on her account <laughs> just just for anybody listening on her this is her personal account though obviously um so all right those are pretty decent numbers i gotta say so um how do i want to frame this here so there is one social media expert expert who, at least at one point, was claiming that you should do mass follows and then unfollows. Do you recommend that at all? Just out of curiosity, if you do, it's cool. I'm just asking.
1: No, because uh, people have apps and they can tell you unfollow them. So I, what... I would rather see you uh, follow an account you're actually interested in following. For me, with bands, it's like, cool, a band follows you, follow oh, them back. That's cool. They supported you. Support them. If they unfollow you, cool, unfollow them. That's fine. Or, you know, if you still like them, don't. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, I feel like that's not the way to go about that, quote-unquote, organic engagement. Um, I hate that it's, so it's much. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of slimy. I don't like it.
2: Okay, so now, again, without giving out too much of the um, cow, or however you phrased it, um, <laughs> uh, what is... An action that a band could do on an immediate basis to get some more engagement, not necessarily followers, on their page, without giving too much of the cow.
1: I think, give, give it a try using a trending real sound. I've seen that work really well for a lot of pe- people, seemingly randomly, but it's the trending sound that helps, or just just before it really hits. How do you it's know what stri- this is? I don't
2: know. I don't know anything about this. So how do you how do you know what the trending sound is? What, what how do you find this out?
1: It's it's similar. TikTok makes it easier because you can actually search trending sounds and then click sounds and it'll show you how many uh, how many uh, TikToks are using the sound and stuff like that. So you can kind of tell where it's at. You don't. Instagram has similar, but it's not quite the same. Basically, what you'd want to do is go to some your feed or explore page or something, and you find a reel that's clearly. Gone viral. Like you can check the account it came from. They don't have that many followers. How the heck did they get this many views? You can kind of figure it out, and then you can look at the song they used, see how many reels are using it. You know, you have to do a little bit of research. But well, what what um, if your
2: death metal band and it's like fucking some poppy thing? Like how how, how could you use this?
1: Well, there there are other. I mean, there are plenty of trending sounds happening all at once, and it could Fair. be some sort of silly voiceover. You know what Fair. I mean? That you could apply to some not a skit, but you know what I'm saying? Like a silly video and it, like it's silly to brand, but, but people like that, you know? Okay. Um, but well, yeah, like I mean, there obviously. Was a, you-
0: like there was a Pedro Pascal eating a, a sandwich that you yeah. can just, it's like a crunching sound. You can just overlay yeah. and stuff. There's okay. like memes, things that are going around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like meme audio. Exactly. Um, so I'd say yeah jump on that and give it a shot at the video and when I was talking about high quality photo and video earlier you can make really high quality stuff with an iPhone and some of the Android cameras are really great too like you don't necessarily need to bring somebody in of course it's great if you can get you know if you have the means to have a professional give you some material that's great or you know pay professional whatever uh, but you can make really good stuff with your phone and uh, that's that's all you really have to do for a real you know you don't have to reinvent the wheel you just whip out your phone you know that's that's what i was doing at practice you know i just made sure i had it on me and any little moment that felt like this this is just us to a t i made sure i caught it and i i'd try to find something to do with it at some point even if even if i sat on it for a couple of months and put together some sort of montage for a show coming up later you know what i mean Um, enough. But yeah trending sounds give it a shot
2: and um how much time per week do you actually spend on social media just for yourself out of curiosity
1: oh god i don't even want to know i don't look <laughs> i don't want to know
2: that was that was not the answer i was looking for but okay <laughs> that works okay how much how much time per week do you think a band should be spending on their social media then
1: depends on what you're trying to do honestly
2: everybody wants to blow up they want to be the big rock star with the 15 houses and the big fat cars are the Nickelback song that goes
1: I was gonna say is that like your canadian national anthem do you you know yeah it is roll right out of you
2: yep nickelback of course
1: (laughs) proud of you um
2: but you knew what i was talking about when i said
1: it yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyways go ahead I i don't even remember what i was gonna say
0: how much time should a band spend on social media was curtis's question thank you (laughs) <laughs> i'm kind of annoyed at the question honestly but yeah go Why? ahead and tell us because right, i don't want to spend somebody. more time on social media than yeah I but already you're spent. already
2: you're already a social media queen what the fuck do you care like i'm asking i'm asking jenny for joe average band like aaliyah and you are, are, are different kettles of fish You got 27,000
0: followers. 100% we are. I have like 1,000, like 1,200 followers. No, but
2: you also have got 100,000 views on a fucking TikTok video. So you you two are... Over a million. Sorry, sorry, over a million. Hell yeah. Yeah, so like you guys both know your social media game. So I'm asking for a band that does not know their social media game. How much time should they be spending per week? Realistically. If they
1: don't know their social media game, they shouldn't spend a lot of time on it. You know but they I'm want saying?
2: but they want to learn they want to blow up so what like what yeah. like what do you do they don't have a hot chick in the band they don't have a hot guy in the band they just they play death metal they're you know cavemen you know
0: and
1: you got to be funny you got to be funny that's okay. the big thing look at sanguasugabog man like they that's a good me. that's
2: a good example
1: they kill it they're they they're. Do. i watch their stuff like a hawk while i'm you know approaching these new clients and stuff it's they are they're always right ahead of it there's certain trends i mean they're always right ahead of the game so it's uh that's a good you know what if a band wants to know what to do on social media look at that account that's what i would have to say about that
2: i agree yeah and that's a band that does not play commercial music by any Mm -hmm. stretch of the fucking imagination and they're just fucking killing it on a major label and fucking just with fans and all sorts of shit that's Mm -hmm. that's a good one
1: and they blew up fast i feel like they blew up pretty quick once they hit that strike you know
2: they did so yeah. follow their account, but what else should they do? They've got to be a little bit more. And how much time should they spend? You haven't even answered the how much time they spend.
1: Right, right. I, and when I when I said it depends on what they're trying to do, I think it depends on what's their what the campaign is. So are they trying to release a single? Is this, you know, we're kind of just album's our, coming out. How album's much time coming out? Yeah, three months. Mm, God, you gotta be on there every day. Okay. You need to be doing something. Oh geez. I'd say probably at least an hour or two a day honestly
2: okay so like 12 yeah, 14 hours more, a week
1: okay yeah obviously you would need to do more if you really want to do it but uh that's um that's doing all that sort of grunt work that nobody really has the timer bandwidth for
2: so now here's the sales pitch aspect of the question here that i was going to turn around on so how much time would they have to Uh, pay you for in order to get the equivalent value of what they're spending two hours per day on
1: hmm i don't like to say prices when i don't well
2: not prices but i mean in terms of time i'm talking in terms of time
1: (laughs) i'm sorry my brain is still like coming back to life after a year of being completely dormant so forgive me he's
0: like asking how much faster can you do it yeah who don't know anything
2: roadrunner versus like you know the turtle
1: I mean if you give me four hours a week, I'll I'll be able to do what you're trying to do in fifteen or sixteen for sure.
2: Ooh, this is a clip. This is a clip. Woo! Jenny, Jenny, you gotta clip this part out. <laughs> That's this, is good. Def- this is definitely a clip. This is going this is this is our new Instagram reel next week. Jenny's gonna be posting this.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Yep. I cool. needed somebody to make a reel.
2: Yep. <laughs> her, her, I'm not paying you for this, but you're doing a reel.
1: i'm such an asshole no you're good (laughs) that's all right you got you got me back in the workforce man i'm nothing but grateful i'll tell you what
2: (laughs) so one last question one last question one last question i want to ask Aaliyah something what was your biggest takeaway from today's talk with jenny i have i have a big takeaway but i want to hear what yours was as a band member
0: i think i'm spending too much time just lusting after the idea of having somebody else strategize my social media for me
2: fair (laughs) that's a good takeaway that's a good takeaway my biggest takeaway is that um i i honestly believe jenny can do more for you in one hour than you could probably do in five and you're probably better off spending the fi- uh, spending the hour for her versus doing it yourself because let's face it, you, you got like there's tons of research involved and everything like that. Might as well just go with someone who's smart and knows what they're doing already and has already tested shit. She's got thirty thousand followers, or close to thirty thousand followers, I should say. Been doing this for a billion years. She's old and crusty. Already done it. Yep. That's my
1: I'm farting dust, brother.
2: All <laughs> right, I'll shut up though.
0: And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, Jenny. This has been good. And I think that uh, people are going to benefit a lot from the services you provide.
1: Good. I hope so. That's what I'm here for. And thank you both for having me. I'm sorry for being slightly brain dead. <laughs>
0: hey, it's the this... end of the day. We're all fried. It's Thursday. This is us. It's Thursday when we're recording this. And that's the end of the week ish. Yeah. And that's why our brains are all fried yeah thank you (laughs) yeah well everyone listening thank you for listening and until next time make like a bull and throw those horns up if you enjoyed this podcast please help spread the word by following or subscribing to us recommending it to your friends or leaving us a review on your platform of choice thank you for listening to heavy business brought to you by c squared music